Welcome to the Happiness Safari podcast. My name is Nadine and I'm so grateful you are here. I'm on a mission to make this world a happier place and I want to do this by sharing inspiring stories of wonderful people from all around the world with you. Today I speak to my coaching colleague Louise, a serial recovering overachiever who lives with her partner in crime, Bodhi, a cocker spaniel, in the UK. Louise has always been focused on results and success and was definitely in the it will be all right when camp. It was only until after a cancer diagnosis at the age of 40 that she stopped and looked at how she was living her life on the outside. She was a young, healthy, fit woman. On the inside, she was causing herself untold damage from how she was living her life. She now understands herself so much more by connecting to herself through yoga, education, journaling and breathwork, which has also helped her to understand others better, deepening all of her relationships, firstly with herself and with those she loves. She likes having challenges and variety and worked in many different jobs and industries, but at her core, she loves helping people become the best of who they are. Louise and I speak about the importance of morning routines and what toxic positivity is. From the interview, you will learn why happiness is being of service to others, why it's never too late to let go of old beliefs, why it's important to change yourself first if you want to change the world, how mindful moments during your day can bring you more happiness. And I'm so excited to share this interview with you now. I hope you enjoy listening. Hi, Louise. Welcome to the podcast. Um, very happy to have you here. So nice you're dialing in from Spain right now, where I'm still in Portugal. And yeah, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's nice to be here as well with you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Just who's Louise? I always find that question quite difficult because we're all made up of so many different things and it's kind of, I don't know, which which bit of me um, do you kind of share or which which bit's important and which bit people actually want to listen to. Um, so I think I'm someone who likes a challenge. I'm someone who likes change. I'm someone who likes variety. Um, and I think... I've done lots of different things in my life, but actually the, the recurring or the, the weave that puts everything together is that I actually just like helping people and then I help people to become the best of who they are through whatever means that might be. So I've spent some time um, in my early days as a travel agent, helping people to get the holiday that they want and they know they're going to enjoy. And then I then worked overseas for a bit um, and making their time whilst they were overseas as best as it could be. Um, then I did events, so organizing weddings, giving people the best wedding that they could possibly have and having a wow. good experience uh, and then corporate events as well. Again, just kind of launching products and, and making that a success. Um, then I did a little bit of recruitment whereby I helped people get their next job. And then I would spend some time in the emergency services working for the ambulance service. So helping people to be healthy and stay alive and, and get them to hospital as quickly as possible. Um, yeah. And then recently I now work for charities, so I'm a fundraising manager for charities. And so I help raise money for people who need it to help them have a, a better life. Um, yeah. Lockdown, I then, which is where you and I met, 
um, I did coaching. I'm also a yoga teacher, so I help people to move more freely. I'm also a gymnastics coach, so I help kids mainly kind of get better at doing gymnastics and, and progressing. Um, and then I've been coaching in sport since I was 12, and it wasn't until about three years ago that I actually realised that my coaching skills could be used in the workplace as well. And the big light bulb moment came on, and then I did the coaching course, and that's where you and I met. Um, and yeah. then I'm doing more bringing more of my coaching into my charity work because I run teams um, and also doing life coaching as well so yeah it's all about people my whole life wow <laughs> yeah but that's amazing actually because this is how we actually met uh, yeah almost a year ago now yeah. and how I yeah experienced you as well as a very like caring person actually always trying to help others um but I really think I mean there's some parts of your story I didn't even know uh, even that we talked uh, so much over the last year and I think you're basically a little bit kind of in the happiness industry because if you're trying to take care of people and getting them you know their holidays their weddings or making sure they're healthy I mean that is all kind of aligned with happiness as well and making people feel better so Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Um, okay, so my first question regarding happiness would be, and that's always a tough one, but I realized, um, yeah, while traveling and speaking to so many people that it's so different to everyone. And um, that's, yeah, what does happiness mean to you? It's, it's a real strange one, happiness. I think because you don't, you only truly and this is my opinion I only know happiness because I've known sadness and I only know good because I've known bad and, and you have that kind of comparable um shadow side of, of the, the coin if you like so yeah. I think for me especially over the last definitely the last 18 months it's really shifted happiness and you know during COVID it's been everything that that we used to have life as we knew it has been so different and so I've kind of looked for happiness in different places um and the biggest thing for me is being connecting to myself and really really connecting to me and and not necessarily on that treadmill of happiness is what I thought it was because actually all that social conditioning and and just your family values actually over the last 18 months I've been able to sit down and go actually that doesn't make me happy and that's not what I want so I've really evaluated it over the last 18 months and, and through lots of meditation and yoga breath work and journaling I've really kind of understood that happiness for me is about being of service to others um, and mm -hmm. connecting to me and doing what feels right in here in your heart rather than yeah your head and then and the the course that we went on with um Tony Robbins I know he always says if you're in your head you're dead and you need to be in your heart to grow and I've definitely found that over the last 18 months that's so amazing and I think yeah um so you would say basically kind of COVID and lockdown helped you to look more inwards and actually kind of asking yourself the question what's actually I mean the concept of happiness but then yeah that that is not really important is more what is it actually what you know makes you happy and gives you that feeling like inside and then you felt that's what that was actually the connection to yourself basically definitely I always felt like I needed like my home I, I bought my own house and I've worked through a career and I you know I own my own house and I had mm. it since 26 
and for me, it's like I could never leave my house. Like that was my that was where my I felt safe. That was, yeah. that was what I had to have, and so I would do everything I could to keep the house and have nice things. And, mm. and actually, my home is here, and it's in my, I am place, and I am home. And the yeah. biggest transformation for me is I've just sold my house. I sold everything in it. And I'm buying a van and I'm going to be living in a van and, and kind of doing a bit of traveling and, and doing a little bit more online stuff. So that's a huge transformation for me because actually I realized that it wasn't the home that was safe. Yeah. That was a fortress, if you like, because I was scared. Yeah. Of the Whereas now I've kind of connected to me and gone, actually, no, that's not that's not for me. That's not that's not what I want. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been incredible. Wow, yeah, it's so amazing. I think it's so inspiring. And especially because I kind of, you know, was, uh, yeah, kind of a little part of that journey. And when you actually said, yeah, <laughs> I sold a house and I bought a van, I was just like, yes, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, yeah, living your life to the fullest. I think that's, uh, yeah, very inspiring. Um, I think before, like I've always helped other people, but it's not felt as meaningful. Like weddings were great, but you know people and I worked in a venue that was fairly top end so people were spending sort of 40 50 60 thousand pounds on on a wedding which was one day and I'm thinking wow. you don't need that like you don't it's nice and it's lovely if you've got the money that's great but that doesn't make you any happier than somebody going to a registry office and, and marrying someone because they want to be with them for the rest of their lives so yeah. it, as I was kind of growing up it all felt a little bit more um superficial and I wanted something mm-hmm. a little bit deeper, which is think of, which is why I joined the ambulance service because it's kind of like that's really helping people on a on a, a much deeper level. And I think my journey through my my career has been about helping people on a deeper level. Every every kind of step I, mm. I take and kind of arrives at life coaching, whereby you, know, you can't really get much deeper than helping other people to 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 reach their full potential and to discover and, what you discovered basically absolutely yeah 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 and yeah. so they can help others as well so you basically yeah 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 helping more than just the people you work with but it's yeah spreads wider yeah I like Dean Graziosi says um if you want to change the economy and if you want to change the way the world works then start in home start with you mm. and if everybody took responsibility and ownership for themselves and how they lived then the world would just be harmonious because we would yeah. all be you know not looking at other people oh you should be doing this you should be doing that but actually if you spend the time not projecting to other people but actually sitting inside and saying what is it what is it that, that is me who am I and what do I want yeah um, we would all get along much better in the world definitely so now you already kind of shared some very big things you did or you changed to be happy, I guess, um, and to live the life you want. But um, do you also have something like uh, like routines or things you do for yourself or maybe smaller things on a smaller level, like things you do to be happy, healthy, content? I um, I have a morning routine. I am someone who yeah. does actually quite like structure, although I like variety. I do like freedom and a framework almost. Um, so yeah, every morning I will do 10 minutes of breathing. So do yogic breathing first thing when I'm led down. Um, then I do meditation for 20 minutes, sometimes half an hour, and then I'll journal, um, in the mornings around wow. my incantations, what my goals are for that day. Um, what my tasks, three main tasks that I want to get done. And then I'll write a gratitude list of 10 things I'm grateful for. 
and then in the evening. So I then go about my day. Um, and some of my goals might be my more recent goals are to have three mindful moments in the day at work because I find when I'm at work and I'm busy it's when I just I kind of feel like I'm on a conveyor belt and I don't stop so my one of my goals is to take three mindful moments and wherever that might be so look up and just stop and look at the the weather outside or just breathe or just feel the floor beneath my feet or whatever that might be so um yeah and it's just about that routine and, and, and making it become something you do um to keep yourself mindful to keep yourself connected yeah and I think that's actually super good tip because I feel a lot of people um hopefully uh, meditate in the morning or um you know write journals but I think there is this one practice or like a morning routine like it's might do that as well it's like great to start that day every day in that way but then also what we actually learn through I think yoga and meditation is the mindfulness during the day and I think often then we forget and we're like okay I did my 20 minutes meditation and now you go into that kind of you know like stress mode and you're just chasing your goals and you completely forget about everything you kind of learned or you practiced um, so I think actually, yeah, having these moments where you are aware and where you feel connected to where you are and, um, yeah, just pausing for, for a minute. I think that's really I read, good. Um, I read a book by is the monk, Gaylong Tuckton. It's called The Monk's Guide to Happiness. Yeah. And in there he talks about standing in the middle of London on the underground, waiting for a tube, and it's very chaotic and things are kind of just going on everywhere and he just stops and has a mindful moment like in the middle of the tube station so I'm like wow that's incredible and he said like you yeah. can be mindful anywhere even in the most chaotic of situations you know and it's about practicing and I thought yeah that's a really I really liked that and that book's really great actually there's some great tips in there I really loved it have you read it actually no it's definitely on my list there are so many yeah. books on my list but uh, yeah uh, thank you thank you very much for the recommendation i will put that in the show notes so people can can get that that sounds really good yeah nice okay and then actually so my last official question would be uh what was the happiest moment in your life oh wow <laughs> I don't know that I've got a moment. I, I kind of the happiest moment. I don't think I've really uh, until the last sort of eighteen months. I've never really been one that attaches to happiness massively mm. because I was so scared of the other side of it. And so if I felt happy, then when I felt sad it would be such a big difference that it, yeah. it, it would throw me therefore I tried to remain kind of as level as I could I think mm. um but since probably since since connecting to me a lot more and actually sitting and feeling the pain of some of my kind of past rather than hiding it and shopping or having a glass of wine or, you know, having a coping mechanism that is everything but sitting with it and feeling it. Mm. So strangely, and this is going to sound really weird, but my happiest moment is probably when I learned to sit with pain. Wow. Because then I almost allowed myself to feel happy because I knew that I could sit with the pain and it'd be okay. So you would say that 
by that you would actually don't feel the pain anymore yeah but oh my god yeah so yeah. it's not taking you over anymore and you actually know you can do whatever you want but the like the pain is not in control of you and there's actually nothing to to fear when you face it yeah absolutely wow. Yeah, I actually think that's an incredible breakthrough. And I mean, that's why I find it so inspiring to ask this question, because um, I don't know how many people actually would say, you know, like their happiest moments was, I don't know, when they maybe travel to the Maldives or something like that. I don't really think it's that. I think if we look inwards, like it's the really deep moments of realization. And yeah, when we have epiphany for maybe change our lives. So. Yeah, I think that's incredible. It's the um, another book I read actually by Dr. Pippa Grange called Fearless, and she talks about toxic positivity and, and how if we just think that everything's wonderful, even though it's not, you know, we have to acknowledge the fact when things aren't good and when things are painful, and and not stay there, but acknowledge them and go, okay, mm. that, and then it's rubbish, and it, and I'm okay to feel this way, but what can I do about it? you know yeah. acknowledged it and, and actually it's it's like the wolf behind the curtain isn't it once you pull it back you realize there's nothing there actually and and, and it's yeah. fine whereas the the what you do is kind of oh no I can't do that it's gonna to be too painful and it's gonna be dreadful and I'm gonna feel awful and and actually you don't you sit with it and it, and it lasts for a lot less time the minute you kind of look at it and say okay this is how am I feeling this is how I'm feeling you kind of almost feel it subsiding straight away the minute you you give you acknowledge it rather yeah. than you spend a lot of time running away from it and hiding from it it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you have to deal with it and then sometimes yeah. through illness your health could deteriorate um if you ignore it for so long and I've had experiences where that's happened to me where I've kind of ignored 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 and I've become physically unwell and I've needed to get to go get treatment um so yeah it's completely different way of living hmm. and actually it's my time of life now is the happiest I've ever been that's amazing oh very very happy to hear that <laughs> very happy for you oh that's great oh thank you so much for sharing your story and yeah I think you gave us some incredible insights actually and some good tools we can take away as well and also very nice book recommendations so yeah, thank you for so much for the time and for your being and for what you're bringing to the world and yeah, how you're helping other people with doing what you're doing. So yeah, <laughs> thank you thanks. very much. And thanks for inviting me. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Happiness Safari podcast. I have some exciting news for you. On the 1st of January, we are starting our 30-day happiness challenge. You will receive every day a short task which will help you to reflect, grow, learn, reach your goals and live a happier life. Please don't miss it and start your year in the most happy and positive way. All you have to do is to follow me on Instagram at Nadine Anna Yoga and follow the instructions there. Also in March, I'm hosting a yoga and coaching retreat in Diani Beach, Kenya, one of the most beautiful places in the world where you can relax, unwind, detox, practice yoga, meditation and get some coaching input from me as well. It will be a week full of transformation. There are still a couple of places left. 
For more information, visit my website, happinesssafari.com. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star rating and a review. That would make me truly happy. For more information about me, the podcast, the retreat, how to connect with me on social media, or to find out more about one-on-one coaching, I will put all the links in the show notes for you. Don't forget, happiness is the only thing which doubles when you share it. So please share the podcast with your friends and help me to make the world a happier place. Be you, be free, be happy. Talk to you soon.